Sunrift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. Nature's Edge is brought to you by the Angler Magazine of Western North Carolina, Western North Carolina's only magazine dedicated to the fishing enthusiast. Pick one up at over 400 locations throughout Western North Carolina or visit them online at theanglermagazine.com to find out more. And be sure to follow them on Facebook, Angler Magazine of Western North Carolina. Programming support for Nature's Edge comes from the Native Watercraft, locally made fishing kayaks designed for Carolina waters and beyond. Models featuring the hands-free Propel Pedal Drive system, the new Slayer 12XC, perfect for fishing the French Broad, as well as a full range of kayak fishing accessories can be purchased at the Native Watercraft Factory Store at 210 Old Airport Road in Fletcher, North Carolina. Again, that is 210 Old Airport Road in Fletcher. For more details, Google Native Watercraft Factory Store. Hey guys, Dale here, welcome to Nature's Edge. You're listening to a little bit of cranking up the three-string shovel with our, uh, with our guest today, Mr. Justin Johnson. Uh, Justin is a complete anomaly to the modern music scene. He's, uh, he's forged uh, an ironclad name for himself and developed a worldwide fan base. Uh, as an independent artist. Uh, he has no label or, or industry support, and Justin has shared the stage with just a mind-blowing uh, uh, range of musicians from Chris Christopherson to Cheryl Crow to Ronnie Dunn to the Allman Brothers and, and to Stevie Wonder and many more. And he's always uh, innovative and, and follows his own sound, and, and I, I really uh, enjoy that about him. And he also takes some inspiration from nature, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit today. And, Justin, thank you for joining me, brother. Glad to be here, brother. It is uh, it's a joy, and, uh, man, I always get excited when you play that three-string shovel guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty neat. I, I Let's just jump in here and... It, Sort of, where do you get your inspiration, uh, Justin, for for your unique sound? Man, you know, um, I guess you know. I mean, there's everything. I, I I love getting inspiration from every source I can. But um, you know, I guess the thing that really for me was the, the my strongest inspiration and uh, influence is just um, finding out where the source of whatever it is that I I, I get interested by um, artistically finding out the source where that comes from and trying to trying to find those raw ingredients you know because I think that's where the real magic is you know and and with me uh, on guitar especially let's say it's related to something like blues music which I love or slide guitar which I love sure um, you know it started out on you know like with bands like uh, Cream and Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, uh, bands like that. But then, you know, uh, finding out who they listen to, you know, bands like Muddy Waters and 
Lightning Hopkins and John Lee Hooker and you know Robert Johnson, uh, Blind Willie Johnson. You know, you keep tracing those those roots back, and uh, I think that's where the the magic really happens for me because uh, you don't only see what's on the surface. You know, you don't only see the leaves of the tree. But you, you trace it back to the roots, and you see where, where all of that came from. That, that's the magic for me. Yeah, and I think that, you know, you can really hear that influence. Uh, you know, I, I think history and, and the past really seems to influence uh, your playing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's like um, like an, another, uh, another example of that, going with what you're saying there about history and about tracing the roots and everything. Um, Another one of my favorite guitar players, uh, Django Reinhardt, who was uh, um, like a yeah, like a gypsy jazz uh, guitarist, you know, in, in the first half of the century. Uh, he uh, he loved, you know, he was a, like a, a gypsy, and he you know learned this style of music from from his uh, culture and traveling around and, and the people that that he was uh, around. But he fell in love with that early jazz music from America and. You know, so he was he was trying to play Louis Armstrong, something like that, but he was playing it on guitar. But he never got away from those roots of that uh, that you know cultural music that he grew up playing. And so it's those blends of cultures and it's the history that goes behind it. I think that really influences what you end up becoming. You know, you can never get away from your history, so you might as well embrace it and, and learn from it. I think. Oh, I agree. I, you know, I grew up in South Louisiana around New Orleans and and all the great music and musicians there. And and I'm also a firm believer that music is an expression of culture. Absolutely, yeah. Well put. Yeah, you know, I've I've been fortunate enough to travel around the world and spend a lot of time with indigenous tribes and and, uh, some of them in pretty remote areas. And the one thing they they all have in common is is music. Uh, I mean, most of it's percussion, but but they all have that same... um, uh, they all use that same basic beat uh, to identify who they are as a culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of those things too that is amazing when you travel around like that. What you're talking about, and and you see cultures that maybe never even you know maybe don't even know about each other, but you find that they're they're always doing the same things. You know, it's like they have this urge to create something uh, artistically, visually, musically, rhythmically. And uh, it's, I think it's those similarities that unrelated people and cultures seem to always bring back up that kind of identifies who you are as a, as a human species, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it sure does. And I, I've been fortunate that I've been able to record a lot of, a lot of those remote uh, uh, tribes and, and, and their music. And, you know, I can go while I'm in Africa or South America, Southeast Asia, and if I play, that, if I play the, uh, the music from those different areas you can hear those little similarities in there and those those same uh, those same sort of beats and you know from one side of the planet to the other and it's it's pretty amazing yeah absolutely i found that to be true with um you know like you mentioned i i build and play a lot of uh, homemade instruments and a lot of instruments you know people look at it and it's kind of scratching their heads maybe at first but then when you hear it you realize how much sense it makes and how it taps into something really raw and, and really uh, human. But, you know, with like, uh, for example, the one-string diddly bow in America, yeah. the one-string, basically like a one-string instrument, uh, it can be built out of almost anything. And um, whether it's, you know, fence post or uh, on a porch or maybe you make a really nice one, you know, that looks like a guitar or something like that, or 
But, you know, you go to Brazil, and they have their own one-stringed instruments. You go to Africa, they traditionally have their own one-stringed yeah. instruments. And, you know, um, either have a gourd as a resonator, or some, some you even have to, like, bite down on, like, a mouth harp to, to create a resonator, you know? Um, and just and just uh, find ways to make music out of out of one string like that. Yeah, you know, Justin. One of the things that I really love about independent musicians is you guys have that that amazing ability to 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 push the envelope and not get so tied into what uh, what what you know cultural music says that you've got to do or or the the business of music says you've got to do. You know, and and that's one of the things I love about independent musicians. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the things I love about being an independent musician is, is exactly what you're saying, where, you know, um, I've, I've spent my whole career trying to connect with the people that are there supporting the music, you know, and those are the people that, um, you know, if I, if I do what I love and people respond to it and uh, come out to shows or listen, you know, uh, see what I'm doing online or buy my albums, whatever it is, then I have the ability, because of the fans doing that directly, have the ability to basically, um, you know, sidestep whatever pressures the industry might put on me as an artist. And I think that makes it a really cool and a really authentic uh, interaction with the listener and, you know, me. And so um, it, it it's to me, it allows me to do exactly what, I find is the most compelling and the, and the thing that I'm the most passionate about and, and the thing that I think is listeners have been following me because of, you know, and so I think it's a really perfect sort of uh, ecosystem there, you know, with oh, an yeah. artistic ecosystem, I guess. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and speaking of ecosystems and everything else, you know, from whale songs and bird songs to the, the rhythms we observe throughout our cosmos, uh, you know, I, I know that musicians have long used the natural world as inspiration, and, and I know that's something you do as well, correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's so many ways that I've done that, uh, both in writing music and uh, in mixing music, and the way that uh, sounds and melodies come from the places that uh, I've traveled and toured on the road. Um, almost all of my songs, if, if not, not definitely the concepts for songs and albums, I think as a whole, are shaped by, um, you know, regions and places. Like, uh, I think every style of music also um, is very much influenced by the region, the weather, the topography, the, uh, you know, down to things like the vegetation and water. I've, I've just uh, found that to be incredibly true. Like, you know, you're talking about Louisiana, for example, and, and um, let's just take music in New Orleans or music on the Mississippi River. It's always informed by the Mississippi River. It's, it's yeah. almost like the source of the music, you know, whether you're in the Delta or, you know, just you can even trace it uh, historically um, based on the, the lay of the land and, and the environment, how it started in the Delta because of the farming down there and because of the people working there. And when those jobs dried up, you had the, uh, you know, the Mississippi River as the way that people got to places like New Orleans or got to places like Kansas City, Chicago, to spread that music into a, you know, a new urban environment, let's say. But then there's also, I think, you know, it's one of the things I noticed first time I ever went to uh, New Orleans, you know, as a musician and got down there. It was the summertime. 
and it's not just the culture, but just like the humidity, the heat, like the feel of it is, um, I noticed the, the guitar players there, the people there, um, they, they hardly ever moved. Like, it's yeah. funny with, uh, like their hands, you know, I'm, I notice in places, some places you see these incredibly busy musicians that are, are moving around and they're doing things that are uh, much more athletic and there it's like the idea of the big easy, you know, it just seems like you just, you're going to do the thing that is the, the smoothest and the easiest because, you know, there's something about the, the environment and the, uh, you know, the spirit down there, I think that just comes from that. It's really fascinating. You know, it's, it's all abstract. It's, it's hard to define exactly what those qualities are. But I've noticed them, too, in places like, um, you know, the Southwest, where uh, my last album, Turquoise Trail, was all uh, um, inspired by the desert out in New Mexico. Yeah. And, uh, the, the you know, you take a road trip down there, and you have to take a road trip <laughs> to get down there if you're driving because it's just in the middle of this state that's all just beautiful ancient desert. And... Um, you know, there's just a spirit there. The way that the mountains on the horizon rise and fall is just like a melody. And the way that, you know, when you're driving through those those highways and you see the plants uh, rolling by and the clouds and the storms, it's all just like, it just reminds me of the way music is laid out in a lot of ways with these different aspects. And some, some look or feel percussive, you know, and the bugs sound percussive and the, the mountains are like smooth and sometimes jagged melodies and that's that's the way i like to think about music and, and the way that i get inspired by the environment in a lot of ways yeah it's uh it's amazing to me and i, and I think a lot of artists uh not just musicians but but different different uh venues of artists uh they do uh take influence from from the environment that they're in and that they're looking in and i i've uh, do you ever retreat to nature just to, to write just or, or to work things out? Absolutely. You know, I think the thing that feels so good when you, uh, when you do that and you kind of retreat to a place that you just see the world the way it, the way it is naturally, it, um, it kind of sheds a lot of distractions, first of all. It's kind of like sensory deprivation. Sure. But, uh, you know, in a, in a really calming and natural way, and it, and it kind of takes away also the time that you live in, I think, when you retreat to nature. You're not in 2019. You know, you're not in any, any concept, any framework that humans have put on the world. And I think that that really makes you feel like it's, it's just me right here. You know, it's like this is, this is closer to the state that I would be in naturally and i think that that's when you can be a little more honest and intuitively with your art and come up with things that are maybe more true to you and less influenced by what you were talking about whether it's the industry or whether it's the trends at the time or the culture that you, you live in and it just allows you to shed those like a skin and, and you're just you're just you and and i think that's the thing that inspires me the most about retreating to nature to come up with something creative yeah, you know, I've always found the solitude of nature to be inspiring. I mean, I, I, you know, when I when I get to a point where I'm kind of feeling burned out or something, whether it's from doing radio or, or doing nature documentaries or or just being around people, I, I I find if I can if I can find that little that little piece of uh, of solitude that uh, it doesn't take me long to kind of recover from all that. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it just sort of, uh, you know, blows the dust off of everything that's been collecting for so long, and it's easy to get lost under that, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Justin, how would you define your signature sound, what you do? You know, I, I think that uh, I would define it as sort of like what I was saying before, where um, I, I really try to take my art forward by going back, you know, going back to the roots uh, and, and then taking it, doing something that hasn't been done yet, but in a way that is, stays very true to where my influences came from. And, um, you know, it's just like, you know, with something like blues guitar, or slide guitar, or rock and roll, it always starts from this one place. And I think that's like, that's just where the fire is. You know, that's where that original spark came from. And I want to light new fires, but I want to start with those early sparks because I think that that's what kind of gets, it gets me going. It gets me excited and passionate. And I, I, I always have fresh ideas if I start from a place that's early. And, you know, for example, like, like blues music, um, you hear a lot of, uh, you know, you can kind of trace a certain uh, branch of that tree with, uh, let's say, Delta Blues music and people like Robert Johnson, uh, you know, Muddy Waters, people like that. And then you trace it to them moving, like I said, uh, up and down the Mississippi River around the country after that and, and turning it into electric blues music. It still sounds kind of like Delta Blues music, but it is new it's on new instruments there's new technology there's new players and then that next generation after that they listen to those players and and it's a little bit different but it's based on that electric blues instead of that acoustic blues then a generation after that you hear blues music that doesn't even sound at all like that delta blues music or even that second generation because it's influenced by the, the third or fourth generation and so um you know there's a whole art to that, I think, and that pushes boundaries in and of itself. But I like the idea of saying, here I am in 2019. I want to go back to some of those forms of blues music that maybe weren't even as well-known as Delta Blues, you know, those uh, uh, field haulers, the songs like that, the uh, songs that people would work to, the songs that no one even really classified as blues music back then because there was no such thing as blues music yet. And uh, maybe it's just a melody. Maybe it's a drum and a and you know a homemade instrument, something really simple. And then flesh that concept out. Like start over. You know, what if I was what if I was the second generation of blues guitarists instead of the you know the tenth or the fifteenth? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's uh, to answer your question. You know, the best I can. I think that's what defines me artistically is who I am as a as a guitar player. Yeah, I, I, Justin would really agree. I mean, one of the, one of the great road trips that I enjoy doing from time to time is up the river road from Vicksburg, Mississippi, up to Memphis, and stopping in all of these little, uh, little bars and honky tonks along the way, and listening to, to uh, some of the blues music and some of the great Delta music that's coming out of there. And I think one of the things that that has always attracted me to your music was, even with what you're doing today, I still hear those those delta blues uh sort of in 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 there and and i love that mm-hmm. about, i love that about what you do yeah yeah you know and and it goes down not just to writing not just to performing but i think even the idea of recording and and producing an album um 
you know, there's something like you, you talk to you talk to people and you think, you know, what was what's a musical experience that really stuck with you, that really, you know, you felt deeply. And so many times it's it's something really humble. It's something like hanging out on a on a back porch or around a campfire, something like that, where it's intimate, it's personal. You're not worried about you know how how fast someone plays guitar, you know, like yeah. how loud it is, or yeah. you know, it's not. It wasn't the most like um, oh, like jaw dropping uh, light light show I've ever seen, or something like that. And you know, I think that that's something that even people who play roots music a lot, or Americana, or, or um, something that does have that vibe when it's written, you get into the studio and people start saying, "Okay, let's let's get the let's take this apart and and do this in a way that that like the you know the studio." system has decided this is the most pristine way to record something and sometimes it can really uh distract you from that feeling of you being right there in front of someone listening to you and you actually creating this spiritual moment where all the musicians together are creating something that's greater than the sum of its parts oh i agree and, uh, uh, yeah I, I agree completely look we got uh we got a couple of minutes here left and i wanted to what kind of upcoming projects you got or, or new music and uh also, give uh, give our uh, listeners a, a website where they can come uh, purchase your music. Okay, yeah, everything I do, you can find it on uh, justinjohnsonlive.com, uh, L-I-V-E, justinjohnsonlive.com, and uh, that's got all my all my music, um, all the links to social media. I always put out new content, new videos on YouTube of performances, and you can check out all my music there as well. Um, but yeah, I've got a, a, a my last album I came out with last year, Circle is Trail soundtrack for a Western. Yep. Um, I just finished. We just finished doing the final mixes for the uh, uh, new album uh, from the Cash Collective, uh, which I've been working with uh, John Carter Cash, who's the son of Johnny Cash and June Carter. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, we I'm so excited about this album coming up. So that's going to be called Hey Crow, and um, check that out soon. And also, I'm working on a new uh, solo album also that's in the works. And again, you'll find out about that real soon if you go to justinjohnsonlive.com. Um, because again, like you mentioned, I'm an independent artist. We'll be running a Kickstarter to fund that album soon. And so um, we always offer some really cool uh, ways to get involved and interact with the music and the album recording process, all of that when we do those Kickstarters. So, uh, you know, check that out if you're interested in what I do, justinjohnsonlive.com. Yeah, and Justin, I'll uh, I'll also place all that on all my social uh, media, how people can get in touch with you. And, and, brother, I really appreciate you taking the time and talking to us today. This is Dale Stewart, and until next time, run wild, run free, my friends. Visit naturesedgemedia.com. You can check out podcasts, videos, lecture archives from Dale, and much more. Thank you for listening to Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart, brought to you by Angler Magazine of Western North Carolina.